Last week over on LinkedIn, I posted about anxiety and I asked the question, are you a dad with anxiety? That's what I titled this episode with. And it's a topic that I've never really directly addressed. And it hit me while I was doing some research for something else that anxiety is this loosely tied word that only generally women really accept. I mean, I think we often know a lot of women that says I have a lot of anxiety from life and it's just something they freely say. But when it comes to men, we don't often have that feeling. We don't even really have the understanding that it's a word that we could use to help us understand why we feel a certain way or why we do things a certain way. As a busy dad, anxiety can show up in a lot of unhealthy ways because anxiety is one of those that focuses on how you control different emotions and how uncomfortable trying to control that really feels. And a lot of times we just bury ourselves in work. It's that work that creates the calm. It's that work that creates the understanding. It's that work that gives you kind of that constant that as long as I'm in this space, as long as I'm in this mode, I can do something and I can tolerate or I'm okay with what's going on inside my head. But then when we go back, when we walk through the door of a home, whether it be having young kids or even teenagers, emotions are generally flying all over the place. If it's anything like our house, kids don't come home right off the bus ready to be perfect. If anything, they're fried from listening to everybody else during the day and their emotions usually are a little bit more shot than normal. So how does anxiety show up in these scenarios? Anxiety shows up in ways that we want to inhibit other people from expressing emotion. Usually that shows up in control when we're trying to shut down other people's emotions, when we talked about yelling, when you say, I'll give you something to cry about. That is someone's ability to try to control your emotional experience with whatever you're feeling. And that's generally coming from a place of anxiety because what they don't like is how it makes them feel on the inside. So they're going to get you to shut down your emotions so that they can go back to feeling normal. Even though that's really not normal, it's just a place where they feel more in control. Now, if I'm hitting too close to home, good. Because this is a word that you need to accept. If this is something that you feel, it's not something that's healthy. Another way that can, this can show up in someone's life is by having this feeling of anxiety that you don't acknowledge, this feeling of there's something inside that makes me feel uncomfortable, you often will shield yourself from engaging where there's real emotion. And there's a lot of dads that I coach where they're doing life with one hand distance away. They're doing life where I can see you, but I'm gonna keep you at a distance because I don't like how it makes me feel. This can be very subtle and this can be very big. There was one story I was talking to a dad and he talked about how sitting with his 12-year-old daughter made him feel uncomfortable. And after about five minutes, he was done. And her his daughter was asking to sit with him, like cuddle on the couch and sit together. And it's that moment that she was looking for, but it made him feel uncomfortable. Well, as it turned out in his story, early on, he learned that touch was not safe from his mom and his dad. And that when you had an emotional experience, touch was something in a physical sense, either through spanking or something else, that just kind of shut that down. So in his life, now as an adult, it's the same thing. This early on emotional experience now creates this moment where it just seems normal. It seems like something you should be accepting, but you're just like, eh, I'm out. 
I can't do it anymore. Really, it's the underlying story that we're not dealing with. It's that permission to feel something that was yanked away from our lives early on. And it's that permission that we need to acknowledge and give back to ourselves to feel whatever it is that we need to feel. Anxiety is a real thing. It's a feeling that you feel on the inside when you don't feel okay with how you're feeling, when you don't like the direction. And this can lead to a panic attack. Anxiety, if you don't manage it, can lead to a point where you're overworked, you're probably out of shape, and you're sitting there and you're just overwhelmed with everything that it gives you and your body can't handle the response and it just shuts down because it needs to process. The mind, the body is not meant to keep things stuck. But if early in your life, like I said, someone took away that ability to feel whatever you need to feel, your anxiety is going to show up in ways that you don't yet know. And it's probably already underneath the surface, changing the currents, changing your subconscious, and making you do certain patterns and behavior that you have no idea are tied to anxiety. An interesting analogy that if you're a dad and you should be listening to this podcast is cloudy with a chance of meatballs, that literally food is raining down out of the sky, and as they clean up the mess of all the food, they just keep throwing it behind the dam, throwing it behind the dam, throwing it behind the dam, all in while ignoring the problem that you can only rain so much food before the machine explodes in the sky, which it does, and it overloads, and the weather patterns just create this massive nightmare. But yet also, the dam is still holding back. The dam is still holding back all this food that was meant to be processed, and no one was ever meant to process and to throw that much stuff on the other side. Dam, and eventually the dam breaks, and it takes out the town, and everybody has to leave. Meanwhile, the storm is taking over, and the little boy has to go up there and save it and shut everything down. That dam is what I want you to focus on from the story, because... That's often what anxiety looks like in a movie is this massive pile of crap on the other side of this dam. And the dam is only capable of holding back so much before it breaks and then everything just lets go. And while it maybe feels good to get that pressure out, maybe you know that moment where it kind of just the, the tea kettle expresses some uh, pressure and steam, it still doesn't really solve the problem. You still have the mess afterwards that you have to clean up. That's why anxiety is something you need to acknowledge. It's something that you need to work through. It's something that's a daily process of understanding where am I anxious with my emotions and where can I acknowledge them and move through them? I know this was a little bit longer of an episode, but this was a really important topic and it's a new thought. So you're probably going to be hearing it come up here on the podcast quite a bit. If this was something that really resonated with you, you do not have to do this alone. You do not have to walk through these thoughts or even this new breadcrumb, maybe that for the first time is being put in front of you reach out, head on over to bencloy.com. Let's talk on a clarity call. Let's figure out what this anxiety is really costing you because that's really what I want to hammer home. There is a cost for not dealing with this anxiety and that cost is invisible until a day that it's visible and the bill is almost too big to pay for. Guys, have an amazing day. I'll be back again with you tomorrow.